Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another action-packed episode, maybe slightly waterlogged, of Don's Pitfall Podcast. Your news, to your views, to your brain, or however the ears work. Anyway, it's episode number 31. I am still floating on a boat in the Caribbean, coming to you from the waters just peripheral to the Grand Cayman Islands, and I've got some information, some news dropped today, unexpectedly as it does, and I'm here to cover it all for you guys. Look at you guys. You're beautiful. And slam. That's how the information came down today when Stern Pinball blessed us with new accessories for Rush out of the game of the year. Out of nowhere. Boom. I see an email from Flipping Out saying, don't worry, guys. We're working on it. Just get us an email and get us on a list. Uh, We'll get you on the list and we'll get you more information when we know. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Perusing Facebook. Boom. There I see it. A link to the YouTube video showcasing four accessories that have just dropped for recently voted Twippy nominated and then achieved game of the year rush pinball so uh we got (laughs) the rush topper it's out we got the rush topper we got a shooter rod we got expression lights people have been waiting uh, over a year for those and we also got some sweet sweet stern armor for the size of your pinball machine and wouldn't you want to know what the prices are well i did too and at first they were unavailable now stern has surprised us all with that price of the mandalorian topper being two thousand dollars that's twice the cost of Elvira's topper when it came out. We've got prices now because all the distributors have started to put them up on their sites. So would you like to know how much money you'll be paying for this spectacular looking rush topper? Spectacular being subjective, of course. Um, you know, is this thing 3D printed? Is it metal? What are we going on? it? Well, what do we got? What are our numbers? Well, starting at the top, literally, the rush topper listing price, $1,699 is the cost to you. A bargain compared to the $2,000 Mandalorian copper, or is it? Are we still paying way too much for these accessories? I mean, this is a game that, you know, what, $6,900, you can go ahead and get a pro, and for nearly 30% of that price uh, is the accessory topper, and definitely 30% if you want to get this thing outfitted. What else do we have? Expression lights. Now, these have only been for sale for Led Zeppelin so far, and they came in at around $450. Now, for $450, you do get those interior lights for your machine they fill into that channel and they come pre-surrounded with the graphic you also get the art blade that goes around that uh light led inlay um and then also i think there's a little board that comes with it too and it all plugs into the uh uh node board there that's down the left interior part of the cabinet uh and associated wiring so 450 dollars that is now going to cost you 499 dollars because rush and because pinball and because that's why and that's how much it costs now what we don't have is any addition numbers on any of this stuff how many of these are they going to produce that we still don't know apparently the first round for these toppers and expression lights has already sold out Um, but there's rumors that there's going to be a second run um, sometime soon is the best information i have Uh, what else did we get we got a shooter rod for rush finally have you seen this thing it's uh uh in the video there uh kind of half rounded face in the player with that starman logo what i do like about it though is it is illuminated similar to the Stranger Things shooter rod, which I really liked. It had that D20 with the purple lights on it. This one has red LEDs that seem to hit it. It looks like the Starman may be translucent. Otherwise, the shooter housing and everything else is black. Looks like it'll fit okay in the palm of the hand, but I do like the illumination. Um, The illumination comes from two LED lights that sit 
in the shooter plate, just underneath the shooter rod. A lot of plates and rods talks here. <laughs> and then uh, I'm sure it plugs into a node board on the other side there, similar to how Stranger Thing does. Um, I do like the illuminated rod. That can be yours for $139. Hit it. What else do we got? Uh, we got one more package thing for you, and that's the side armor. Uh, fairly basic. It's lollipop-ish uh, in design. It's got the Starman logo on there. Uh, looks to be just, uh, you know, it's not a, a laser-etched cutout or anything. Looks to be just either a sticker or graphic or uh, a powder coat logo on there. Uh, looks okay. It looks like it has a gloss finish, too, from what I was seeing in the video, which would contrast from that wrinkle coat of your crossbar. So if you want your thing to look nice and sweet, you're going to have to get that cross lock bar uh, powder coated into a similar glossy finish um, but that can be yours for about $249 ring me up that seems to be around the price for these sorts of things uh, I think the Godzilla laser cut rails have been going for like $275 from what I've been seeing so if you've got a pro or if you've got a premium and you want to Cadillac deck this thing out, let me just add everything up here together. About $2,000 for the topper and the shooter rod. Add another $500 for the expression lights and then another $200, $250 for the armor. Um, that brings you, sir, up to nearly three grand uh, to outfit your device. Uh, even more if you want a powder coat, uh, that lock bar so everything matches and everything has the same glossy feel. So is that worth it to you? Probably worth it to enough people because these things are sold out of their first runs. Um, the distributors I've been talking to, um, Great American Pinball, sounds like flipping out as well. Um, they've all sold out of their first allotments. Uh, some other distros I've talked to, I'm still waiting to hear back on what their allotments were. And it looks like Stern did not give a heads up to these guys either. They just dropped this on them uh, just like they did us. So they probably spent most of the day scrambling around trying to find out how to fill uh, these orders for these uh, interest lists that they've had for well over a year, at least for the expression lights for Rush. Um, um, does this mean good things coming forward for the availability of the expression lights? Re, how about people that have a uh, Foo Fighters Premium, which has these channels already built into it and that can have the expression lights put in? Does this mean we're going to get a kit somewhat soon for Foo Fighters or are we going to have to wait you know, another year for them to release the topper and the side armor and the shooter rod and the whatever else uh, for us to get those? That I don't know. That won't be a concern for people that have gone in on the pro Foo Fighters, uh, the Foo Fighters uh, edition that is showing up in arcades as we speak. Because that does not have the built-in channels to accept the expression lights. Uh, so the Rush Pro and Premium, they do have that ab ability. It's already built into the side of the cabinet. You just unscrew the black channel. You can put the lights in there. So you can put the lights in the Pro. You can put the lights in the Premium. But the Foo Fighters Pro version does not have those in there. So this is only an upgrade for the Premium then. Is this because uh, Stern has looked at and, and said, uh, you know, we have trouble meeting demand with it being uh, supply chain issues or whatever the issues were so they want to kind of limit the demand um were they looking at uh, the pro buyers being mainly location based and not prone to putting in lights in in their machines and that's why they did that who the heck knows well stern pinball and they're not talking uh but what we do have is me talking and my speculation now what do i think about this rush topper it looks like it has a about uh, you know eight to ten spinning gears on it, motorized. Um, watching the video, I was trying to decide: are these all belt driven, or are these actually mechanical linkages? And then John Borg apparently put up on his Facebook page some preliminary mock-ups um, of his design here. And these look like three D printed uh, gears that were all interlocking. So you know. Is there, uh, you know, plastic interlocking gears that are running this whole thing where one gear in the center is motorized and that drives the whole business? Or is there still belts involved that'll wear out? Um, that I don't know. But it does look like it has 
actual metallic finishes on the gears. Um, the gears look cool. Uh, kind of what I was expecting. I'm sure they were going to work in that clockwork kind of steampunk look. Um, there's gears all over the interior art blades um, on my LE. Uh, so, you know, I, I think they wanted to go with that design. Uh, also, like a big clock type device right there in the middle. It looks to be illuminated. It is motorized and uh, does light up the four modes. So just like with Mandalorian, it appears there will be at least one exclusive mode that will come to the game through the form of this topper so treat this topper as some downloadable content um, gameplay expansion as well and then figure that into the value price of the cost. It doesn't matter because these things are already sold out and they're going to sell out. Uh, the second runs already have you know people's light uh, up on interest lists for them. So I don't think Stern will have a problem selling these. But thank you, bless you, Daddy Stern, for selling this for $200 less than the Mandalorian topper. You benevolent overlord, you. Um, so what are these four modes? Uh, looking at what information I was able to see, the four modes on the clock in the center say extra ball, advanced time machine, millions, and then a new mode called frenzy. And I think that's the DLC mode for this. Um, so it looks like, uh, I don't know, maybe you'll, you'll hit a mode or something. The clock will turn around and highlight an area, and then that will be the award for finishing that mode. I'm still a little bit unsure. Uh, they did also drop some new code today, so maybe there'll be some implementation, or uh, if you look through the code update uh, printout, uh, maybe it'll have some clues in there how that'll work, and that'll be discovered later. Uh, finishing up on just the topper, though, there are, uh, how many is it? Uh, four or five, I don't know, it's 10 total uh, song or album covers that look like they light up along the topper. So as the songs are playing or you're in that mood, they'll probably be, or in that mode, they'll probably be an illumination of that actual album cover. So there'll be some interactivity there. Not that you really look at a topper while you're playing, um, but if you've just got to have it, at least that's another cool function. So there's light up albums, uh, to be about 10 of them, five on each side. A spinning clock, a new frenzy mode, and a bunch of spinning gears. And so if that adds up to $1,699 worth of value to you, get your name on one of those interested lists. Because it looks like Q2 and Q3 will be the next runs of the topper. Um, anybody else, if you do have a premium, you should outfit it with the uh, expression lights. And actually, the Pro can too for Rush. Um, the shooter rod, uh, <laughs> that was um, that was a little easier to swallow at only $139, uh, plus the cost of shipping for most distributors um, to go in on. So if you do want to bless your Rush with a new shooter rod, what this does have over other shooter rods, though, is that illumination. And I know these are cheap, 10-cent LED... Uh, uh, diodes um, that illuminate it, but I do think that extra little uh, little flash uh, makes it a little more palatable. So me, uh, in, in a moment of great weakness, uh, I was sitting on a seven-mile beach in Grand Cayman, and I was looking over all this news, squinting into my phone because of that bright, bright Caribbean sun when I fired off an order for a rush shooter rod. How deep into the sick, disgusting hobby have I gotten where I'm taking time on the beach and I'm buying rush shooter rods? But it lights up. There's red LED lights. Oh my goodness. At least I didn't just, you know, jump in on a topper with a uh, $500 deposit, which a lot of places are looking for. I've seen some distributors asking for half right now up front. So, Rush Game of the Year, new version just dro of code dropped today, 1.1. We'll see what's new in there. 
Um, I saw one thing that's like that leaked out so far from the update is this concert mode they're calling it. So the uh, Rush uh, user interface on that LCD screen is fairly cluttered with a lot of information uh, talking about what's going on with the mode that you're currently playing, how many records you've unlocked, how much time you have till midnight, when you can open up the time machine and what have you. So it looks like there's now a setting where you can reduce the visual impact of all of that information that crowds the LCD screen. Uh, it looks like you could even turn it off completely in what they call concert mode uh, so then as you're playing you're not going to get that you know feedback information up there on that heads-up display but you will have uh, more screen availability more screen real estate uh, for the concert footage so uh, that'll be a fun little thing to play with when I get back and get my le updated um, but uh, yeah I think that covers everything that I have to talk about from the new rush package we got the prices three grand and you can outfit your rush completely now limited edition owners we already have some custom armor uh, that's something that's been missing from the last few uh, LEs that I've seen, particularly Bond and particularly Foo Fighters. The LE doesn't seem to come with that nice laser etched or designed armor, which is a shame, especially as the cost, you know, my cost for the Rush LE was 11000 Now we're looking at thirteen for Foo Fighters, and all you're getting is that powder coat, uh, but regular armor. You're not getting any, any, any kind of ingrained image in there like with the Godzilla one though or the at least the aftermarket um, rush comes with that nice matte finish um, and it looks like a guitar on the side with guitar strings there's a lot of work that went into it uh, a fair bit more than just the the same plain slanted armor uh, that you get with uh, 007 which also came with Foo Fighters so I would like to see them go back to a little more oomph into there uh, but if you do own an LE you've already got the expression lights you've got the interior art blades you've got a nice uh, powder coat on the lock that matches the side rails, mirrored back glass, and all that business. So to outfit it with just a shooter rod and a topper, eh, you're coming out a little bit ahead. So it makes my purchase of a Rush LE feel a little better now. Uh, going forward, though, I don't know if LE is really what I want to leap for. Um, it does look beautiful for the Foo Fighters, for example, but for that $3,000 price tag, and then you're still going to be left needing a topper and a shooter rod, I don't know that it's worth it. I don't know that it's worth it for me. Everybody's going to come down a little bit different. Uh, there is something about owning that limited edition version, um, but do we need to rush to it? That will end with that for there. Now, another thing I wanted to cover uh, after going through all the Texas pinball information and the show that I just did a few days ago, I didn't talk about the Twippy Awards, really. I didn't have a chance to really kind of go through them and give some feedback. So I want to do that real quick. There was a, you know, it was basically what we would have expected, but there was a couple interesting things that came out with the results. So best theme was actually James Bond won that over Weird Al. Um, but for the most part, the the difference between uh, first place and second place wasn't very close except for just a few things. Uh, categories. Uh, for instance, for that best theme, 007, 947 people voted first choice. The next runner-up was Weird Al at 754. So there's about a 200-vote uh, discrepancy there. Favorite pinball mod, the Stumbler took it with his Godzilla Tokyo neon sign. I just finally received mine after, I think, ordering it about six months uh, hence. And that one won handsomely. 700 people voted that first choice. Only 260 voted for the next thing up, which was actually the lab set from Stranger Things that Medicinal Mods made. Now, straight down the middle, did 
a really great video on the install and how that looks. I think that adds a heck of a lot more to the visual impact of the game than the amazing Stumbler light up mod does. But maybe it was limited because of how many people own Stranger Things and how many what the availability for that mod set was. As cool as it does look, I think that may have hurt it. Uh, best sound, Rush took it. I don't think anybody else was even really close there. Favorite pinball event, Texas Pinball Festival. I mean, how can you complain with that? Although Chicago Pinball Expo was only about 60 votes behind it, so that was one that was close uh, for the category for favorite home blue, homebrew. Elf took it. I got to play Elf, so you know I'm not mad there. Pretty close, though. Dukes of Hazard about 90 points behind that. Uh, the Lyman Sheets Award for Best Rules. Rush took that, I think, over Toy Story 4. I think anybody could uh, argue that Rush is certainly a fair bit deeper than Toy Story 4, where basically have to loop the game twice to wizard mode it. And I still have no idea uh, the depth of the rules on Rush. I own the damn game. Uh, favorite pinball website. Pinside handsomely took that one. Uh, best Toys and Mechs. Uh, 007 took this. Um... What which is funny is actually Toy Story Four uh, got more first choice votes, seven hundred two versus six twenty eight. But I think that when the rank choice voting went in, man, this this one was close. Uh, Bond took it by three thousand four hundred sixty eight vote points and three thousand four hundred thirty eight. Only 30 points difference between uh, Toy Story 4 taking it. So that was fairly close. Um, Toy Story 4's toys are really just literal Amazon toys, though. Um, a mechanism, a spinning disc. What else did it have? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How could I forget the independently controlled Benson posts? Now, you never see these Benson posts function independently, though. They only pop up when the Duke Kaboom ramp pops up. But they are listed as independently controlled Benson posts. So there's your, your, your game-breaking mech, right? there uh tnt amusements took it away for favorite pinball youtube channel uh best artwork toy story 4 by jjp now should jjp accept that award or should disney pixar accept that award i'll leave that for you to decide uh favorite pinball streamer go dead flip 647 as first choice with flipping out 383 um and canada's facebook live 462 so uh handsomely dead flip took that one animations to display toy story 4 again should they accept it or should disney pixar accept it uh, favorite pinball podcast, Canada's pinball podcast. Look at that, 664 first choice votes. The next closest one was a pinball show. Another favorite of mine, 405. So uh, well done, Chris. Seven for seven. You goat you. Uh, favorite pinball topper, 2022. I don't think anybody could argue that Mandalorian what took that one. However, this was a close one. Um, when we look at the breakdown of the toppers here... Um, 742 first choice votes for Mandalorian, but only 733 for uh, the Cactus Canyon topper. So that was incredibly close. And then when you look at the breakdown of total points, this one was only separated by about 40 points um, total. So these are neck and neck Mandalorian and Chicago Gaming Company's Cactus Canyon remake. Um, I think there was a lot more going on with the Cactus Canyon. That's hard to say, though. There was that Pepper's Ghost effect on the Mandalorian. Neck and neck. Those are the two best toppers, I would say. Weird Al was funny, but it didn't have like the interactivity that you see with the other two uh best play field layout rush took that over 007 favorite pinball location next level pinball in hillsborough oregon i'll hit you guys up next time i'm in the what is it the the beaver state um game of the year rush took this one um fairly uh was this one close this one was not close <laughs> uh 1066 people voted rush number one 530 voted for toy story 4 and 477 by 007 so 007 came in there split the vote but rush won handsomely go you game of the year rush you
currently floating back towards home. When am I going to be home? We'll find out. But I will keep commenting on news, views, and reviews, and other things that pop into my head to fill your pinball day. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. As always, Don Garrison, or no, Don's Pinball Podcast at gmail.com. Give me some feedback. Hit me up. We're having a great time on the Facebook page. We keep building followers in that community, guys. Thanks. <laughs>